What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Michigan State Police are investigating after the suspect in Baroda murder was found dead in his jail cell yesterday. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. The Berrien County Sheriff's Department says 60-year-old David Lee Mabry was found unresponsive about 12.45 p.m. He'd been charged with open murder in the death of his stepmother, 57-year-old Mary Mabry. Police say that he walked up to her and shot her on Sunday as she sat on her back patio. The Sheriff's Department says his body had no signs of trauma and he did have previous medical issues. It says it's still too early in the investigation, though, to determine the cause of David Mabry's death. Andrew Green, WSJM News. Bed Harbor City Commissioners have approved the budget for the 2023-24 fiscal year. They heard from Plant Moran's Rhonda Hildebrand last night that the spending plan that starts July 1st anticipates general fund revenues of a little more than $10 million, expenditures of $11.3 million. Because there's a healthy fund balance, the difference can be made up. The general fund is showing expenses exceeding revenue, but that's because there's $2.1 million for a road project. You've accumulated money over time and right. haven't spent it, so your fund balance is still positive. Hildebrand notes there's still about $2.5 billion in ARPA funds left. She said major items in the coming year will include $28 billion in water system improvements, road work on Pawpaw Avenue, and 5% wage increases across the board for city employees. Mayor Marcus Muhammad said the budget reflects Benton Harbor getting its wings because in years past, the city was struggling to stay above water. Should homes be measured by feet high, by the number of stories, or both? The South Haven City Council is considering using only feet and dropping the requirement that homes be no more than two stories tall. Assistant City Manager Griffin Graham says the ordinance proposal is what the council asked the Planning Commission for. It will eliminate confusion and nonconformities relating to the story regulations in the current version of the zoning ordinance. The maximum height of a home at 35 feet will not change. The council voted 4-3 to three to move forward with the zoning ordinance amendment. With Leticia Wilkins, Wendy Onuki, and Joe Reeser voting against it. A public hearing will be set at a later date. Berrien County is in line for expanded broadband internet under a plan released by the state this week. Midwest Energy and Communications this spring applied for a $27.6 million grant from Michigan's Realizing Opportunity with Broadband Infrastructure Networks, or ROBIN, program. Midwest Amy Pales tells us the state has recommended its application be approved. Assuming final approval is granted, Midwest Communications will roll out Fiber high-speed internet in townships across the county, making broadband available to 5,000 homes where it's currently unavailable. Pale says they'll also add new broadband options in communities that they pass through, expanding their reach by 10,000. Once we get all of the final information from the funding, then we can map out that plan. So we expect in the fall we should have a sense of who's going to be built when. MEC submitted a $56.4 million plan for the Robin Program for Berrien, Cass, St. Joseph, and Van Buren counties. We'll know in August if the grant gets final approval, and if it is, work to build out broadband could start this fall. Southwest Michigan has been experiencing an unusually dry spring. Farmers are growing concerned about how their harvest will fare. Michigan State University Extension Viticulture Specialist Mike Reinke tells us since early April, West Michigan has seen only about two inches of rain when it normally would have had about 10. 
He says crops that are not irrigated are threatened the most. The ones that are probably going to be the most sensitive to the drought are going to be our commodity crops, our field crops, you know, corn, soybean, wheat, all of those broad acre crops. As for fruit, he says apples, cherries, blueberries, and peaches are still looking good, but they're going to need some rain fairly soon. We might see a reduced total yield if the drought continues, but we have enough time that if we start getting some rain, we are going to have really good crops coming into harvest time. So we have time. He says some fruits like cherries and blueberries may be smaller this year if they don't get some rain soon. He notes with the peach crop in the southern United States dramatically down this year, Michigan peach growers are going to be very pleased with the market conditions, assuming there's some rain in the next month or so. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.